Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Real Fan Opinions brought to you by Wash and Go. Hello and welcome to Fan Park Live. Manchester United picking up their first win in three weeks away at Burnley. A 2-0 scoreline, but a consummate performance. A dominant performance. They could have scored four or five goals in that. We're going to jump into that in a little bit more detail. Talk about Rashford's red card. Is Lukaku a donkey? That's what I'm seeing on social media, (laughs) even though the man picked up two goals today as well. Spurs as well currently... As we go live, are still losing 2-1 to Watford in the Premier League. Are they about to pick up their first defeat? I'm joined, of course, by my main man, Have Hope. How's it going, sir? All good, man. All good, man. I mean, a lot to get down to because I think, we, we, I mean, this, the Mourinho hates, it doesn't really make any sense. So I really want to talk about this agenda that people have against Mourinho. And I, again, I may be in the minority. I'm actually one of the very few people that actually does like Mourinho the man. But I can be objective and say when he's wrong. But I think I'm one of the few. Because I think a lot of people despise Mourinho. So yeah. I think yeah, a, a lot to break down in this game. Absolutely. And we're going to jump into that. We want to hear from you, the viewers as well, on 0203-606-0315. The, the overlay is not currently up on the screen. I'm not sure why that's not up right now. I'll get Javerna to sort that out so you guys... Ah, there we go. It's up on the screen now. Uh, give us a call on that number. We want to hear from Man United fans, Burnley fans. want to hear from Watford and Spurs fans as well about your game that's going on. I'm not sure if full-timers hit in that game yet. Uh, Man United's game is now over. They pick up the three points. And again, I'll, I'll repeat it for me. Attractive football today. Great counter-attack displays. Good performances from everyone. I, I can't think of a United player that have a an outright bad game today. Mm-hmm. Maybe Rashford getting sent off after just a few minutes. Mm. And I'm sure people are going to want to talk about that. Jose, did he save his job today? We want to hear from you. Give us a call 0203 606 0315. But from your point of view, mm. we look at Man United first of all. You know, we sat here and we watched them lose games. They got taken apart in the end by mm. Spurs on Monday Night Football. How important was it to bounce back today just before the international break and pick up those three points and get that performance in? Well, no, I think it was key. I, th- I do believe that I don't know how Mourinho would still have a manager if they had lost. Even if they played well, like against Tottenham, they would have lost to Burnley. I don't know how they would have kept his job. So I think it was important that he won this game. But again, the only difference between this game and the Tottenham game is they won this game. There's no difference. They played well against Tottenham. Like, yes. in the first half against Tottenham, Tottenham did not have a single shot on target. So, how does Mourinho get blamed for the loss against Tottenham? And how does he get blamed for Rashford getting sense of a Lukaku missing clear chances? Because, again, as a manager, your job is, your job is, I give you a blueprint to create chances. After that, my, my job is done. I can't go on the pitch and put the ball inside the net. I'm a manager. So, my job is, I create a platform for you to restrict the opposition yep. 
and gets you in positions tactically to create yeah. chances. That's my job. I understand. So, and do you know what? Look, I'm objective with Jose as well. I think he has made mistakes with some of his man management. I think he has made mistakes with tactics in, in times gone mm. by. I've been saying now for a few weeks, I think he's trying to buck that trend. And I say that with my hand on my heart with all honesty because... If, I want to hear from Man United fans. If you still thought that our style of play today was poor, if we parked the bus, if we weren't trying to attack, there were some great bits of football, some mm. great counter-attacks, some great movement, some yeah, great I mean, touches. Like all on the overlap, guys yeah, yeah, going was, up. You it know, was great. And look, we can't go from playing boring, nasty football mm. to, look, to looking like... Barcelona at their best overnight. It's going to take mm. a few weeks of, of playing more, uh, more no, 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 uh, aggressively. No, 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 basically, United fans who now continue to blame Mourinho, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with you. Like, mentally, there's something wrong with you because you obviously have an, an agenda against the man. Dare I say, Jose derangement syndrome. Yeah, Could it look, be that? Look, no, it Is has jo- to be. No, because, again, it's like, you have to have something against the man because, again, against Tottenham, that categorically wasn't Mourinho's fault. It categorically wasn't Mourinho's fault. He did the best that he could. So you saying blaming yeah. Mourinho again means that you just you, you want something to latch onto and boom, Mourinho's the guy to latch onto because he's arrogant, he's outspoken yeah. and he's got a very great team personality. What, what I heard from people, like for instance, after that Spurs game, is they were blaming Jose, for instance, saying Lindelof looks scared. Jose has scared the players. He's so harsh mm. on them. He, he rules with a fear, rules with an iron mm-hmm. fist. So the players are too scared to play to the, the top of their ability. So when they're missing chances, when their final ball is bad, when they make defensive errors, they're saying that because Jose is basically such a rubbish manager and such a nasty man, that, that he is he damages all their confidence. That's 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 how they blame also, him. For this so also a professional football player who gets paid thousands, you know, his 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 confidence goes low bit because Mourinho is a bit too harsh. I'm sorry, no, I have zero sympathy for that. That is complete BS. And that's complete BS we, because yeah. no, I mean we, yeah. we, we've got some calls to jump into. Okay, let's we'll get we'll in, touch let's and see what some of the callers have got to say. Javan's going to put them through to us right now. Nope, no calls coming through just as yet. Loads of comments here on on YouTube as well that we'll touch on soon. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? It's every day, same. Hello, mate. How you doing? Alright, how are you? I'm 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 really enthused after not only the good performance today but the victory as well. I'm happy as a Man United fan, but more importantly, I know you're a red yourself. What was your views on the performance? Uh, and and do you see any sort of green shoots of hope for Jose Mourinho? Um, I thought the performance was good. Obviously, Burnley have had the the Europa League hangover. You know, we know what that's like. Yep. So the performance was good. I don't think it was as um, kind of panicky as everyone was expecting. Uh, Mourinho, I mean, let's face it, I, I detest Mourinho, um, Fellaini because he is the personification of, um, like you know, the like the bad football at Manchester United. But he was man of the match today, and Mourinho playing him where he did and how he did gave a basis. Um, for a confident team performance. Look, I think, do you know what, Fellaini's one of those players. I, I was disappointed when we re-signed him because I felt that as a club outside, we could use our power and our money to bring in a player that has the physicality that we want from Fellaini, but that's a better baller. I think with our scouting network, we should be able to find a... My job isn't to find him and tell you who that should be, but Man United should be able to do that. However, credit where credit is due... I don't think he put a foot wrong today. There was a lot of crosses put into the box from Burnley, especially in that last 20 minutes when we went down to 10 men. He cleared every single one of them out of the box and he did his job well today. And, you know, Fred's come in for big money. He put a better performance in today than I've seen from Fred moving forward. And look, you know, this is the kind of... Go on. Sorry, go on. No, you you speak, mate. You're the caller. 
Yeah, he, he may. Well, you know, our problem is the central defence. He he got in. He made the three in the defence and made the three in the midfield. So, but that was all. That's Jose, isn't it? That you know, Jose's seen seen a plan to do it. Uh, Burnley's like sixty six percent of their goals have come from that big number five. It's a no brainer, isn't it? Really, and it it, it it was um it was good. You know, it was it was good that. Uh, we had a they had a Europa League hangover because we didn't need the you know the added pressure of that in what people have been you know that all the hullabaloo around um, our team is, is bad enough as it is. Yeah, so it was just good to get a clean sheet and um, mm. you know it was a good performance. I don't I really don't want to talk about that red card or anything, but we as supporters have the luxury of VAR so to speak. And Rashford's taller than the guy, and the, you know I think the heads come together, and then two seconds later the guy moves his head. I think if you have VAR on that situation, obviously he gets the red card for retaliation. Yes, and I think Rashford is borderline at best. The worst thing is, it's, I don't think we'll appeal it. And I, really I mean, no, no, to, to, to be honest, to be real, even if you use VAR, Rashford gets the red card. Um, yeah, Basley gets the initial red red card for what he. I think Basley gets the initial red red card for kicking out because he did he did kick out, which is why Rashford reacted. But I'm sorry, like why you didn't kick out? Yeah, so so he gets red card for that. But also, you've got to be real, Rashford. The rules of the game is you put your head towards someone; it's a red. Yeah, no, no. I well, one thing I, I do. I am real, but two, the heads come together, don't they? Now, if you're taller than someone, then your head has to go towards them. And what I'm saying is, if you have, if you look at that VAR-wise, Rashford's head goes down towards him because he's shorter. Then, after two seconds later, the guy moves his head away and starts holding his face. Yeah, that's you not know, an initial yeah, kind of. I, I, I mean, I, let's face it. The bottom line is, Rashford got a red. He got a yellow. When Rashford's is borderline at best, and his is a straight red. Fair place to your points well, anyway, point of view there. Listen, e- listen it, it every was, day same. Know. I appreciate you giving us a call. I know you always do. No, always, no. you know, artic- articulate yourself well. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you. No. I think Rashford's a red card. I think Barsley should have been sent off as well for what yeah. he did I'm initially. On, I'm, I mean, no, um, they have to look at that because Barsley yeah. has always been a very nasty player. It, always it, been equally, a very nasty what player. What I tweeted out, though, I said fair play to Rashford. And a lot of people go, what do you mean fair play? Look, I, look, he's got himself sent off and it is stupid. But equally, for me, the way I was when I played football, the way mm. I am as a person, mm. someone kicks me, I'm squaring up to him. You have to. Oh, I, no, I, no, 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 no. I don't care. If you, I don't care. If you kick out at me because you're frustrated, I have. You're not. You're, you're not a man if you don't retaliate. If somebody has kicked out at you because of they are frustrated, mm. unjustifiably yeah. they've kicked it, 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 at you. It, it, so it's it, it, silly man. for doing it, but equally, I sit there and I watch it and I was like. Oh, no, oh, no, I don't like, care. Like, no, fair, no, oh, no. Like, in, in that position, yeah, I don't know me. how much I would retaliate. Maybe I would stop myself before doing so, but initially I would retaliate. The only question is, will I stop myself before before yeah. doing a full-on retaliation? No, I understand so, that completely. Uh, Javon, more calls, please, young man. Thank you very much. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hello, my, it's Nick, my call last week. Hello, Nick. How's it, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm really annoyed about the results today, I'm not going to lie. Which result we talk? Who do you, you support? Tottenham, mate. Tottenham. I called last week. Oh yes, I remember you, Nick. So yeah, yes, you've, you've gone and lost two one to Watford. What went wrong yeah, with Spurs mate. today? What went wrong? Honestly, I don't know, mate. Oh, I really don't know, mate. But I will look at the bright side. But I'm not really too pissed off, mate. I feel he's talking to win the Premier League this season. Win the Premier League. Tottenham. You, st- you just got beat by Watford. 
Watford, Mick, Mick, yeah. be Watford real. and nah, you're nah, going to nah. win the Premier League. No, no, no. We don't beat, do this. We beat you 3-0, mate. Yeah, but we're not going to win the Premier League. You'll beat by Watford. You're going to win the Premier Mick, League. You're, you're not sniffing the but Premier League. It's not, not happening. You're cra- no, 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 Nick. You can't say that. Come on, you're, 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 you're nonsense, lying. Nick. You're not winning the Premier League. You're not. You're not winning it. You're not winning. It. Come on, be real. You're not winning it. No, it's it's Man City are winning the Premier League. That's what's happening. Listen, we are the best team. We're better than Man City and Liverpool, mate. I don't care, mate. Based on what? Based on based on what? Based on what are you better than Man City? Based on what though? Based on what? What do you mean, based on what, mate? You said you're better than them. Explain to me. Yeah, Articulate how? to me how. How does that mean that you're better because you've got homegrown players? Hang on. Who's Joe Gomez and uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold? They're shit, mate. They're, they're, they're shit, mate. They're both shit. <laughs> no. And what about Raheem Sterling, Kyle Walker? And Man United are doing it with no, with, with, with a few. Harry Winks didn't even start today, and he's that good. I mean, Harry I Harry Winks didn't even mate. start. He come on in the eighty. He come on the eighty-sixth minute. How great is he today? Well, he weren't better than them today, was he? Because Man United won and Spurs just got beat. It doesn't matter, mate. And it doesn't matter, mate. And I said we've been in Man United. We are been in Man United, mate. Check the, check the history, mate. Check the history? Who is this guy? I have no idea. Uh, definitely God. a troll, no doubt about right, it. Right, in a million right, years, but fair play. Be. I just want to push him and see his buttons go. Another question we've got for our callers that we're going to post you. We want to speak about Rashford red card. Was mm. it silly? Was it stupid? Has he damaged himself? Three games he's going to miss now for violent mm. conduct. Wow. But also, Lukaku scored two today. I'm asking you, think about the answer to this. We'll take a call before you answer mm. it. But can Man United win a major trophy with him as their leading striker with the amount of opportunities he misses? So we're going to jump onto that in a moment. Uh, Javern, next call, please, my friend. I I wish Mo was calling today. Where is Mo today? Where's ranting Mo? Okay, cool. There we go. Let's do some of these comments here. Spurs have no history is what Islam says. Definite trolling, yeah, I agree with you. No, no, for sure. Definite troll. The guy was either high or drunk. So... Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Who do you support, mate? Liverpool. Good, good, good. What what game have you or or what incident or what game have you phoned to speak about today? Most of it, to be honest. Like I watched the Watford Spurs game. I've seen the United highlights. Okay, so let's talk Man United first of all. A better performance than them today. Do you, do you think Jose is doomed still? Where does, where's your mind sitting with that one? I think. At the moment, they're still not necessarily just with Jose Mourinho, but there's a lot of stuff happening at that football club, which is just wrong. I I watched a lot of what you said about it. Yep. And I agree with most of, like, how the board is all messed up at that club. A lot of it is the signings. I think you're saying that most of it aren't Mourinho signing Paul Pogba a lot of it I think one game this Burnley game while it's a good result it's still under the surface still things will still go wrong I think at that club 
I understand that completely. Uh, we just had a Spurs fan. We we believe he was a troll, but there are some Spurs fans out there that think they're going to go toe-to-toe with your club, Liverpool, who are, who are, of course, challenging Man City for the title this year. Mm. You've just seen them get beaten by Watford 2-1. Uh, were they outplayed today, in your opinion? What went wrong for Spurs? I think, offensively, they didn't offer much. They didn't create any clear-cut chances or anything. I think there was only one Deli Alley header. That was a bit of a hope. It wasn't like it was a guaranteed miss or anything mm. like that. Uh, I think the difference with Liverpool at the moment, at least, is that our defence don't concede many chances, which is the thing that gives me optimism going into the season, where even though Alisson made that awful mistake, yeah, don't need to get into it now. Awful mistake, man. After that, he was fairly comfortable. Like, he learned from that mid-game. Yep. Like, Mignolet and Carriers for us don't do that. Fair he enough. He's the second in that game every time. I mean, but, 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 but in truth, though, who have Liverpool faced? They've not really faced any of the top four or well, five clubs so far. So it to Spurs, Comparing it to Spurs this season, at least in that particular game, we played Palace with Wilfred Zaha, who's an incredible attacker. And Leicester, who are a very good pressing side, or at least a bit more established. Yeah, but Watford are still on on base. Tottenham have faces that are still un, unbeaten. Watford are four wins from four. They're joint top with with um, with Chelsea and Liverpool right now. Yeah, so it's like I think let Liverpool face a proper team or a fully unbeaten team, then we can talk. They've done well so far, but let's just cool off because again, for Liverpool, I told you, man, you've never won the Premier League as the Premier League. And with the money being spent, you've got to go out and, and win it. So that's just my mind. A uh, question for oh, you before we, before we end this call. You, your next game in the Premier League is against Tottenham. Do you, After watching Spurs today and yourselves, you're away, 12.30 kickoff on the 15th. Who's going to win? Honestly, I can't. I, I don't want to predict it too soon because there's still two weeks before. Go on, get off the fence. Who's going to win? Get off the fence. Who's going to win? Well, I'll bat Liverpool. There we go. Thank you very much for that call, my friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to speak to Mohammed, and then me and Have Hope are going to get into the Lukaku debate. We want to hear from you on that as well. Uh, Mohammed. Hello, you are Terry? Uh, mate, I am in a really good mood. Uh, before yeah, I say oh, my, anything, man. first question. Yes. How happy yeah, were you with, with the performance today? Did you think that was better football from Jose and his boys? Fucking great, mate. Sorry about the language. Say what you want, mate. Say what you want. Uh, uh, it's great, man. It's great, man. Great performance, man. I like to see that more often. You see, when I get pissed off is when they play like pussies. That's when I get pissed off. When they play like real men like today, that's when I get happy. Mate, I, I totally agree with you mm. on that. I thought that from start to finish, we were um, expansive. I thought we counted well when we had the opportunities. Chances. Yeah, we and we cre- those opportunities we created in that Lukaku, game. Lukaku, man. Questions. Yeah, on, on, look, we're keeping it positive, but I want to ask you this question with Lukaku. Scored two goals today. Ask me anything. Let me yeah. ask you this. Do you, with him as a striker, with the amount of opportunities that he does still miss, do you think he can strike Man United forward into winning Premier Leagues and Champions Leagues again? Is he good enough, in your opinion? Um, that's a top, you see, my thoughts on Lukaku, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say no. The reason for being is these chances, you should put them away. People always say Lukaku doesn't get the service he wants. He get his, He's supposed to put them away. No disrespect. Like the last one, I'm going to say the last one, he should have put that away. 
Yeah, you I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last no one doubt. should have put that away. You know what I mean? I can understand the one where he tried to chip Joe Hart. I can understand that one. But you know what I mean? But the last one he should have put that away. But you know, I can, I can, I completely agree with that. I really do. Look, I'm just really be negative. Everyone saw me what I wanted to see all the time. What I'd be crying out to see. Well, so, well, right, is, everyone played yeah, good today, but I can't. Well, really, this is what I'm gonna. I, 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 the main question I have for you, Mohammed, because you know you come on yeah. here and you articulate yourself, and, and and I respect you for coming on and doing that. I really, really do. Mm. When you look at the way United played today, and you know what, the way we, even on Monday when we lost to Spurs, you phoned up and and you didn't blame Jose for it because you felt that he went out and played attractive football. If this yeah. style of play continues, for the look, I think if we go away to City and away to Liverpool and we play counter-attack defensive football, I don't think anybody cares. But if against everybody else we go out there and attack like we've done in the last two games. Would you change your mind about Jose Mourinho? Mm. To be honest with you, no. Because because I'm going to answer the question. The reason why I'm saying no is because I'm not going to see this more often. Terry, that's just me being real. Let, I'm happy today, but I'm not always going to see this. That's what I'm trying to say. If I do see it, then I might reevaluate the situation, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm not going to see it. That's why I'm my force. I'm, I'm not going to change my mind on him. You see, I'm coming from, and I understand why you're Jose. I can understand why. One of the reasons the fans are not backing him. Mm. Am I right? Am I wrong? Well, do you know what I would say? Both against Spurs and tonight, all or I heard it through the. T- Did they lose? Did they lose? I didn't know. Who? I think it was one-one last time I checked. No, Spurs lost. But, but what I mean is, against Spurs on Monday night, and and yeah. today against Burnley, I could hear quite clearly Man United fans chanting Jose Mourinho's name. So match-going fans, I think, are definitely still behind him. Because I think what the interesting thing is, you can want him out for a magnitude mm. of reasons. But when it comes to match day, I, I, if, you're, if you're a Man United fan and you want your team to lose, I think there is something wrong with you. I think you'd like, no, legitimately have a problem. Lose, exactly. I just said to you, just literally two, three minutes ago, is if I see something like this, it's going to make me happy. But when I see them play like pussies, yeah. Like last week when I called, yeah, I blamed the players. I didn't blame Jose. Yeah. You know I didn't blame Jose. I even said I, I blamed the players. Did I not run and scream and blame the players? No, no, you did. You did. No, no, you okay, did. but my thing is that Mourinho hasn't had two games when United have played well back-to-back. They should have beaten yeah, top, you're always top, gonna, top, top, I don't know about you. You're always going to defend them regardless. So <laughs> I, I don't know what you're going to... Last time you bringed up, he won the treble in 2010 with Inter Milan, which is eight years ago, bro. <laughs> look, look, you know, no, no, no. Hey, look, man. I'm a, look, I'm <laughs> yeah, a Mourinho you know, guy, man. You're always going to bring anything like that. You're always going to defend them regardless of what it's... Oh, no, no, look, okay, but... does good or bad, But man. my thing is this, that if I believe that Mourinho has maybe found something in which, you know what's... This is a good thing going. Two games back to back, we've played well, created so many chances. I think that I'm going to keep this setup and this tempo going forward. And I think he, if he keeps this setup going going forward, I think United may slowly get back into somewhat of a consistency. So yeah, like you said, if he keep this up, yes. But the thing is, I know, I know, he's not going to keep this up. I know it's not just about him; it's these players. They're just going to have a one good of couple of good games. I say, I wouldn't be surprised two weeks after international that we we ball against Watford. Is that mentality, Terry? Mate, well, Watford are unbeaten. You know what I mean? Do you know what I would say to you on that one? Uh, only yeah. time is going to tell. Yeah, I think there's a huge question mark over we'll Man United. I'm confident. I think we'll be Watford. But in the sly, I'm a little bit worried because after the result today. Oh, mate, I understand that. Listen, Mo, always yeah. appreciate you coming yeah. on, mate. Thank you yeah, very much. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Have a good day, mate. Yeah, you Bye. too. Take care. So let's talk Lukaku then. Yes, um, look, 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 the Lukaku thing. I, I like Lukaku. I rate him as a good player. Javon, can you catch, capture this for us? 
So, with Lukaku, it's a case of... I rate him. I think he's a very good Premier League player. I think he's he's equaled Didier Drogba's total of goals in the Premier League but in about 25 less games. Is he elite? Is he elite? Would you call him an elite striker? Aguero level? Lewandowski no. level? I'll tell, tell you why I say no at the moment. Look, he can change it because he's got, he's got time in his career to change it. We're not debating a, a player that's passed it or, or is retired. My problem is against Spurs and Burnley today, he's, he's got two goals across those two games, but he should have between five and six. I believe he should have between five and six. Mm. My concern is that the new phrase we're using in football now are those clutch moments. Mm. When I look at Lukaku, I see a man who, in a lot of the big games, so against the other top six, misses really good opportunities to put the ball in the back of the net. Today, I was sitting here worried after he missed after he missed his two opportunities when it was still 2-0 and we were down to 10 men because I think if they go and, if Burnley go and score now on the 80th minute, that puts a pressure on us. He could have put that game to bed for Man United, put us 3-0 up, put us 4-0 up, end of the game. Against Spurs, I believe he should have scored twice. Ever Halfway through the first half. Mm. United going at halftime 2-0 up, I don't think we walk away losing 3-2. I don't think Spurs... I think the whole situation changes. Our confidence is higher. I think we play good counter-attack football. My concern with Lukaku is he takes too many opportunities to score. Mm. And it's fine with games like today where he if he has five good chances if he scores the first two mm. we're in a great space if he misses the first three mm. and he doesn't get the four, the three or four additional chances he doesn't score goals and, and so he needs so many opportunities created for him and I, the, the big question mark over his head for me as a United fan is if we're in a Champions League final or, you, or, or, you can't and, trust and, and, it's, and he goes through one on one in the 88th minute and the pressure is on. I don't trust him to score. And I think that is the why I don't think that United can win the league or they can win. Because again, when you look at Man City, when it comes to those critical moments, Aguero is there. You can rely on Aguero to get that, that, that key, key goal. And for Lukaku, in those key moments, in a key semi-final, 1-1, 80 at the minute, you have that golden chance. He's, he, he's not going to score. So I think with Lukaku, he's going to go, and we were discussing before that, when he has time, he doesn't have the composure to be able to put that ball away. So if he goes around the keeper, you've got all the time in the world, he will panic or he will, mm. he will miss control or he will just overplay the he ball. He almost thinks too much. Yeah, but I think if, if, if it's in- instinctive, boom, mm. he's good. But when you have to... And I think the key areas is that when, is to be a, a good, a great striker, top tier is you can be instinctive and you also have the composure. Aguero, instinctively, he can put the ball in the net. But Aguero, given that ball, he'll take it around, around the keeper, open yeah. goal, compose himself, I, I agree. open up his body, put the ball in. So I think... and. You you need it. It's essential. Well, like you, the, you you, you yeah. cannot win the big trophies without a top tier striker. If you look at the three goals he scored this season, two were headers, and with a header, the ball comes across, and you get one chance to you, header you, you it, bang it. in. Yeah. The second goal today, it, 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 it was a poacher's goal. Mm. You know, deflect the shot was came out, it ricocheted out, it rolled in front of him, bang, instinctual puts mm. it away. But the other opportunities that he has missed in the last two or three games that he has played in it's where he's gone around a goalkeeper or he's beaten a defender or he's he's beat a defender for pace he's running through on the goalie he's Mm. got three or four seconds to think about what to do Mm. I think he has a bit of a nosebleed he has a nosebleed and he misses and look I I rate him as a very good player he'll score over 30 goals for Man United Mm. this season he Mm. really will my concern is and what I want to see from Lukaku is in those nil-nils those one-ones against top opponents in, in the UK and in Europe I want to see him step up and, and and capture those moments, those clutch moments, and put us through to next rounds of competitions. Win us those three points on a more regular basis. Because when I think of great United strikers and great Premier League strikers, whether it's Henri, Drogba, 
um, Alan Shearer, Michael Owen. If we look at Man United, you think of Van Nistelrooy, Ronaldo, Rooney. They all did that in abundance, and they did mm. it on a. Re- you can you can sit there and just remember all those great moments of those last minute winners, those 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 really tight nil nil games, and they they're the one who pops up with a winner. Mm. Lukaku worries me that he's not going to be able to do it. And I know some people are going to say, oh, we've won today. Why are you being negative? Because I'm thinking about, we're talking about Man United and how we move forward. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think for oh, me... No, no, and I think no, the, the key thing is that having a, a top-tier striker is like, again, how good would United have done without Van Nistelrooy? How good would they have done without um, a Robin Van Persie or without Andy Cole and, and Dwight York? When United have been really successful, yes, very good defence, very good keeper, very good, good midfielder. Mm, mm. They've had a quality top, like a striker who you could argue was one of the best in the world at the time. But Nistelrooy yeah. was one of the best strikers at the time. Um, yeah. York, all, all, all those guys. Lukaku, I think he's like maybe a tier two, tier three striker. You know, yep. he's not up on he's not up on Aguero's level or Harry or Harry Kane's levels. And I think that that is what's going to hold United back. So again, it goes back, it goes back to Mourinho. How do you blame Mourinho for Lukaku missing an open goal? How do you blame Mourinho for, for that? I mean, so well, I'll tell you how people blame Mourinho, and this is where I think sometimes this is where I defend the criticism. He's gotten into Lukaku's it's, it's psyche and his it's, mind and it's his. All, it, remember when? It, but the irony, the reason I reject those claims. So when people say the reason that Lukaku misses too many chances, the reason that Lindelof makes defensive mistakes, the reason that Luke Shaw was overweight, mm. the reason that David De Gea started making fumbles, the reason that. Anthony Martial looks like he's not interested. It's all because Jose has ruled them with an iron fist. He's made them scared, or he's bullied them, or his body shamed them. Jose's done something wrong. But equally, those people don't attribute the progression of players or the continuation of form of individuals with Jose's great management. Mm. And if you're going to condemn anyone who goes backwards to being Jose's fault, anyone who maintains great form or improves... Mm. You have to, like, for me, the, the, the one the, the, they're not sort of mutually, mutually exclusive. exclusive yeah. They have to be used together. So that's why I reject those claims. I think that he plays a part in that. I think that his man management does need to be better. But what we have seen from Jose in the last couple of weeks, I can't do anything but credit it. Where he he hasn't publicly criticised anybody, and some people say, yeah, well he shouldn't. Well he stopped doing that, and I think that the club has made him stop doing that. And you've seen a reaction from some of the players. But I think until you start to see more consistency from the individuals, like the, if, if indeed Jose is responsible for that and the way he's managed them has caused this problem, they need to see Jose's change become sustained. So it isn't okay just to do it for three weeks. He has to do it for six weeks, nine weeks, three months, five months, six months. And then some of them will go, oh, he really has changed his approach, but we'll see. But overly, I think the players themselves are hugely accountable for how much they do. Wayne Rooney himself come out recently talking about Paul Pogba and said, oh, people keep asking how Jose gets the best out of him. And Wayne Rooney, who in his heyday is a mm. Premier League legend, just turned around and said, it's nothing to do with the manager. It's about the player himself and what he, how he goes out there and delivers. Mm. And it's interesting that top players who have been at the pinnacle of football for the last 15, 20 years always say the same thing. None of them ever turn around and say, I was only great because my manager made me great. They all say it was my own mental strength, my own ability, my no, own no, drive. No, no, no. So it it goes both ways because it's about, obviously, the coach and the manager, but at the same time, it's what the, the player does. Balotelli has had a very good manager, but the reason why Balotelli isn't and should be one of the best strikers of his generation is because he has not applied the work yes. and the effort to, to the training. Agreed. So I think when you're on the in the training re- 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 regime and everything, it's about you as the player working hard, focusing on your game and improving your game. Because at the end of the day, 
football isn't 100% dependent on what the, the coach yeah, yeah, tells yeah. you. It's about how do I interpret this situation on the pitch independent of what I've been yeah. told? How can, what, what can I do as a player up on myself? So it's an equilibrium. It's a balance. It's of not co- one of, thing of in course. one direction. And, and, so. and the word you use there is, is, is what I talk about when it comes to the criticism of, say, Jose or any manager, mm. balance. When, you, when your criticism is so heavily weighed as just him it's, and I used to do this it was, mm. it's just Moise's fault it's just LVG's fault mm. you, you sit back and go that's just impossible life doesn't work like that no, there, no, there, no. there is always for me yeah, very, very rarely in life is, is something 100% one person's fault there's mm. always factors elsewhere um, Javern thank you for catching up my friend we're going to jump into some more calls as we lead up towards the end of the show remember the number is down below if you want to get in contact with us hello welcome to Fan Park Live what's your name Hi, mate, it's Brad. Brad? Mate, yeah, mate. I yeah. think I'm staying, but I was watching the game today. Tottenham's um, Watford, mate. Mate, if you're going to ring up and troll, you've got to at least change your voice, mate. <laughs> What's your mate? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You really poor attempt at trolling. What what poor attempt, mate? You, you're the, you're the same guy earlier that thinks that Spurs are bigger than Man United. What same guy? What same guy? You. you. What same what same guy, mate? <laughs> terrible, oh terrible. Gosh, no, try, try again, mate. Terrible, mate. Try again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's... At least change your accent. I, I, mean, I mean, come on, man. It's like it's the exact same voice speaking uh, in the exact uh, same way. He's just like, hello, I'm a show, show. He's so cockney. I bet his farts smell like jelly deals. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's get some more calls on Javern. I, I blame Javern for that one for letting him on. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Uh, Tom. Who, sorry? Tom. Tom, who do you support, mate? Man United. Good, good. Tell us your thoughts after that performance and victory from Jose and his boys today. I think he got the tactics right because you can see he's trying to play like, attacking football. Yes, and I agree. I think it was overall it was a good Yeah, absolutely. I mean, where have you been? St- where have you stood in recent weeks on the sort of Jose in Jose out debate? Uh, I am Josie out, but that's only because he's not he's clearly not getting backed by the board. It's not because of like his football or anything like that. But it's just because he's not getting backed. And if they're not going to back him, what's the point of having him? I do you know what? That's pretty much my, been my mindset mm. the last few no, weeks. No, no, that's just similar to your narrative, which is and that's fair. It's like you can't be like, oh my gosh, everything is Mourinho's fault. But if it's a case where the the board who you're reliant upon to give you players because in today's world you need personnel you need players so if the board are not backing you my god there, there, there's no point in being here because for sure Mourinho wanted to improve that defence mm. for sure he's looking for another front man another, or another striker for sure he's looking for another inside forward because obviously he, Martial isn't set so for sure he's looking for more options in, in yeah. midfield so he had at, at least three or four targets this summer and if the board are saying nah we're not going to give you your, your targets and everything then like, like you're compromised yeah so. I, I, I get that in terms of the, the Jose situation I would say that the last two performances against Spurs and 
Burnley have been positive in parts um, and obviously the result today was much better do you think it's with, with not having the level of control that Jose wants do you think the small changes we've seen in him I think he's changed his approach in press conferences he stopped the criticism of players publicly I, for me I've seen a visible difference in the way we're playing football are you impressed by the way it feels to me like Jose is doing everything in his power to remain as Man United manager where in the past we've kind of seen him almost self-sabotage to an extent just to get himself removed from the situation has he impressed you with the way he's handled the, the, the last three or four weeks yeah I think especially with like Luke Shaw he's definitely improved Luke Shaw like getting the call up for the England squad and I think he is starting to get the best out of Pog because you saw today he just kept things simple like he did a couple fancy tricks but they were fancy tricks that were needed and people keep saying he just he just does fancy tricks for no reason but I think I think he does them when he when he when it's the right time he especially did that today so I think I have seen improvements especially like in press conferences and stuff like that he's going back to the old Mourinho of how it was like him against the world but I think if he's going to do that he has to have the players to buy into that and I think some of the players maybe aren't really giving it all for him and if they're not going to I just don't see the point of him being manager anymore Mate appreciate your call thank you very much for giving us your opinions thank you Cheers Cheers I don't overly really disagree. We're going to jump in through some more of these calls now. No, no Liverpool Man City fans ringing up today, strangely. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Uh, Kieran, how you guys doing? I'm very well, Kieran. Who do you support, mate? Uh, AFC Wimbledon. AFC Wimbledon. Yes, we have spoken before. How are you doing, mate? Uh, yeah, not bad, not bad. Good, good. I mean, what game have you found up to talk about today? Or what incident? Or, or what? what's your points? Uh, the uh, Watford Tottenham game. Uh, mainly, I had both games on, but watched that game uh, mainly. Yeah, what do you make of it? I mean, were Watford good value for the win? Were Spurs just not at the races today? Tell us your views and opinions. Uh, me from watching that game, Tottenham had had the majority of the ball. They had more shots, more shots on target, but uh, Watford just took their chances over Tottenham. And for the the Watford defence was pretty much a brick wall which didn't allow the Tottenham attack to get forward as much as what he would have liked uh, just allowing Watford to constantly regain the ball and go on quick counter-attacks and that's where they got a few of their chances and obviously the two goals coming from the set pieces really helped them out and it shows how strong they are on the set pieces So, so mate, and looking at, at Watford do you th- how obviously them, they're not going to come top four they will tail off how far do you think Watford can go this season or do you think that they're going to have a sharp decline come Christmas or do you think they can get top 8 top 10 uh, I reckon top 10 if they keep playing how they are it's, it's going to be top 10 for them it might be another Burnley situation where they finish in 7th and they get the Europa League qualifications it could be a situation like that this season uh, but, but at the moment I think it's guaranteed Watford are going to get top 10 they're playing very very well they look very strong and they've got a very good squad to, to go on and get that top 10 position I reckon yes mate look thank you very much for your call and your opinions on that really appreciate it thank you yeah, yeah, Watford you know, started off well and do you know what they're, they're, their target no, but, will be 40 points no, no, but, and they're, a lot, they're, they're, a full, they're over a quarter of the way there already yeah no I mean, basically it's like one of those things I remember I can't remember which season it was when Aston Villa were top of the table I think in November mm. and they were still top but then, like by the end of the season, I think they're like seventh or eighth or something. Yeah. So, like these things always happen. But for me, like this, it's way too early. Well, we always thought that was gonna. Ha- that, that was the thing with Leicester, wasn't it? We always thought 
that is what um, was going to happen. That they yeah, were, yeah, yeah. were going to fall away. They didn't. But, but, but then, like, but, it just, I say, well, it's January, it's February, it's <laughs> March, and they're still there. Like, whoa, what, 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 what that's going on? Exactly. So, yeah. You know, but I think with, with Watford, it's not going to happen. I think like it's like no, no. I, I don't but, think no, they make top like, four. But they should aim. For, I mean, it's amazing. They should aim for seventh or, or, or eighth. They could do it know? now with twelve points. I mean, they, they they probably. Do you know what? On a real level, they probably thought to get to twelve points, they were going to be looking at easily eight. Eight mm. games before yeah, they got yeah, anywhere yeah, near yeah. that. So to be on it after four, um, what they just hope for now is is, is some consistency. But, not... this, but see, do you know why it's bad now? International break. Is it going to work against them or is it going to work for them? Because again, what we see, yeah. this is the worst time to have an international break for them. Because I think what they want now is that we've just been taught them next game, boom, next game, let's just hit it. But now that's a long two week break. Are they going to get out of that rhythm that they've obviously Maybe, fallen into? Maybe, exactly. They, and their next game is Man United, so it's going to be an interesting one. Mm. Some more calls, please, Javern. Thank you, thank you. I'm going to get them on the air, see what people have got to say. Javern. Javern. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Rafa. How are you doing, mate? Hi, how, Barry. How, how are you? I'm all right. Good, Called good. in last time from Zimbabwe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, remind everybody who you support. Manchester United, mate. Good, good. Tell me your thoughts and, and views on today's display. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about today's display, but in general, I wanted to talk about uh, the state of offense around the club right now. But I'll start with today's display. Yep. It was um, solid, uh, considering the last two games. I thought uh, Jose Mourinho was tactically uh, aware of uh, how Bendy were going to set up, and I think he did a good job. I think we should have scored more. Um, I don't think Popper should have taken the penalty. Um, Lukaku was on a hat-trick. Could have uh, given him a bit of a boost, you know, considering what's going on, like I said, uh, at the club. And, yeah, I think it was just a solid performance, nothing much to take out of it. Out of it but, yeah, solid performance. Okay, and and you you said you got some wider points on state of the fans. On, on state of the fans, did you say? Yes. Yes. Go, go on, um, elaborate what you mean the on negativity. that. Okay. The negativity, Terry. Um. Um. Look, I I understand that right now we don't have uh, the best uh, type of play uh, style of play um, uh, at the club, but I think the negativity has been a bit. Uh, of exaggerated by by the fans, especially. I mean, I expected it from the media, but uh, from the fans, uh, I'm a bit I'm a bit disappointed because, you know, there's a bit of uh, actually a lot of positives to take from Mourinho. You know, especially going into this season, I didn't think I'd ever see Luke Shaw again, for example. And the guy just looked like I don't know. He he went into a room with Mourinho and they just sorted everything out and now he's ready to work it uh, to work it out on the field and mm. I think people should be giving him praise for that but again the negative uh, attention from the media is just covering all, all the positives that I think Mourinho is doing do you know what like I look fans are always entitled to their opinions I think whichever end of the spectrum uh, they are on and and look, you know, I've been coining the phrase for for about twelve months now of Jose derangement syndrome, and look, I stand by it, and 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 I think that let, let me clarify what I mean again for people that don't know, Jose derangement syndrome is not when you criticise his style of play, it's not when you criticise his style of play and his and his management of the 
Martial situation. It's not Jose Derangement yeah. Syndrome if you don't like how he managed the Martial situation and Pogba situation. That's not what it is. Yeah. For me, what I consider Jose Derangement Syndrome to be is where you blame every aspect of the failure of the club on Jose, where every media story that's written, you, you deem it as negative. You don't ever look at it as... Yeah. Well, maybe they, twi- maybe, maybe they twisted his, his words on, on this particular one. You know, maybe Jose's right in this instance. When, when it, for me, when you blame the man 100% of the time all the time no matter what source is doing and I, I've seen people on Twitter so mm. and some fairly prominent YouTubers and, and football commentators say things like this attack three newspapers in the UK I'll, they'll remain nameless huh? call them racist bigoted scumbags for how they say go after Raheem Sterling mm. but then equally and then they take but, news from them but again. then literally believe every story they write about Jose Mourinho Exactly. Or, or, yeah. use the, or use the headlines of those mm. same newspapers to further their own calls of Jose needs to go. Oh, no, so no, I, I look mean, at it. As, it's, I mean, he's an easy target because I think he's an easy target based on his philosophy and his character and his arrogance. So I just think, like, and I think, remember, people are sheep. They, they, they are sheep. So when you see, when you have an, an easy target and something is clickbait and there's a narrative that that just really catches fire and it's like almost like a mob mentality and it's very easy but i think that you then expose yourself when it's like it is so obvious a narrative that you're on where wait a minute a team has played well how is Mourinho to blame so after the tottenham game how was Mourinho to blame for that Uh, i agree with you and from my point of view right it's i i have i have criticized people that that have criticized jose's style before in terms of I knew what to expect, so I wasn't overly triggered by the way we were playing. But equally, look, there's a thing I tweeted today on my Twitter account, at Terry Fluor's TFT. My tweet, quote tweet, says, this headline is fake news. It's from the Mail um, Online Sport. They quote it as if, as if Jose has said it. Go and read it. It says, I am still the greatest. And then underneath it says, Jose Mourinho comes out fighting as he battles to save his Manchester United job. But he never said any. But he didn't say I am the greatest. He did say I'm. I, yeah. You know, I'm at one of the greatest clubs, and I still believe I'm one of the greatest yeah. managers. So he did yeah. say something similar. Yeah. Mm. But for them to say that he come out and said I am still the greatest, one, he's saying that he. Yeah. No one's ever confirmed that he was the greatest, and two, he's still saying that he is, no matter how he's performing. So instantly they have twisted his words and changed it. Then when mm-hmm. Jose asks for them, mm-hmm. then Jose comes out and is like, "Well, you know, this is why he attacks them because they've got to show respect and they've got to report the news and not and not create it by making up lies." But for me, every single Manchester United fan, every single Liverpool fan, every single normal person out there should be defending Jose in this incident because it's like this is the yep. media completely lying mm. completely lying exactly. about something that he has exactly. said and my point here is anyone yeah. who believes it or attacks Jose based on this headline for me suffers with Jose derangement syndrome you hate the man that much that you're willing willing to Why believe not? the lying media to di- to hit him with another dig and I don't really when Why rival not? fans do it I don't really care because they're doing it for the, the, mm. the banter but for Man United fans even if you dislike Jose to not come out and defend him in this situation and the biggest one I, I, I use my yeah. example the Guardian did a huge thing where he, in an interview, he said that it's a bit of a disaster when me and my family try and go out for dinner and I'm chased by paparazzi everywhere. The journalist, because because that's an attack on the media, the journalists come out and they, they quite openly said, Jose says his life in Manchester is a disaster. <laughs> and even to this day, oh, that headline, which has been disproven, people still use that headline and that story that was fake as a way of saying, well, that's why he still lives in a hotel because he hates living in Manchester. He never 
ever said that. The reason he's in a hotel is because he's, he's, his young children are, 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 are based at universities elsewhere. His wife wanted to stay in London for family reasons. And he doesn't want to be in a big old house or a big apartment in Manchester all by himself. He finds it better to be in a hotel because exactly. it's business-based. And yeah. there's personal reasons for it, and that's, that's personal to him. But the media lied about yeah. why he's in a hotel. They lied about, how he th- and th- about what he feels about living in Manchester. They completely lied. And yet there are people that yeah. dislike him, believe it. But, mate, listen, I really do appreciate your call. Thank you very, very much. I really want to second that. I really want to second that quickly. Yeah, go on. That's all right? Yeah, of course. Um, look, I've been watching football long enough to know that Jose Mourinho has always been arrogant. Yep. The day he, he introduced himself to the English uh, to English football, he called himself the special one. And we already had Peggy. So, for me, that was like arrogance that is, I don't know, level best. So I don't think Jose has changed uh, in terms of his demeanor. I just think his attitude is resembling the kind of club he's managing right now. It's yeah. just a big job. People should, shouldn't underestimate it. It's a very big job. This is a club that has, I don't know, had a, uh, a manager for over 20 years and yeah. then two replacements that were absolute shambles, to say the least. Yeah, I get that and completely. And he's, and he's trying to steady the ship against the media who are taking the mic at Man United because we're the biggest club. We... we, we we generate clicks for them. So uh, I'm really not impressed with how the fans have reacted. Uh, Alex Ferguson said we should respect the manager, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. You know, it's, Fair enough. It's not like we're trying to respect uh, Ryan Giggs, who hasn't achieved anything. Fair play to him. He's a, he was a good player, but this is Jose Mourinho. Mate, who, listen, I, listen, yeah, I really do appreciate the, everything. I appreciate everything you're saying there. Thank you very much for your call. Appreciate it. Thank you. A few interesting comments here. Someone said, it's a bit of a joke, but Bob says, young children at uni must be smart toddlers. Look, when you're Jose's age, you're in your, in your 50s, 18, 19, 20-year-old people are young. You know, mm. I'm 32 years old. 20-year-olds are young. Like, this is it. Like, mm. It's the way it is. So just don't, don't try and twist the words. A few people here saying, oh, love... Jose Love Syndrome it's not about that it's about being fair and mm-hmm. on this show we will criticise Jose when he gets things wrong we'll criticise things that he says wrong to the media but when they make up lies about him if you believe, if, if you use those lies as a tool to fuel the fire to further your agenda for wanting him out that's, that's, that's derangement for me that is derangement and that shows your contempt for him and that isn't fair and bad we spoke earlier about balance and mm-hmm. for me that's, that's what needs to be done when it comes to Jose Mourinho no matter what do we have any more calls Javon? One more call. We've got one more call. Terry is 30, Lou. Looks good for a man in his 30s. I thought he was 26. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Wow, appreciate that. Hello. Welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Uh, Pav. Pav, how you doing, mate? Who do you support? Man United. Good, good, good. What did you think of the um, performance today? Uh, well, I think we needed that win after the Spurs game. And... Uh... Obviously, before the game, I don't know if you saw it yourself, but there was a uh, banner. Uh, Edward Ward, a specialist in failure, uh, pulled by a plane. So I didn't know how the game was going to go after seeing that banner. But luckily, we did win. And um, I think it was a good game. Players played well. I mean, Lukaku should have had a hat-trick. No, or, no, or even four goals. He should have had more more than three goals. But I don't know why he was doing step over there. I tried to take it past him, but he should have just went straight for the shot. But yeah, I mean Pogba, Pogba obviously missed the penalty. It was saved, but yeah, no, I, I think li- he got a bit. He didn't. He didn't yeah. look too happy after that. But listen, I agree. We got the win anyway. I agree with you on that. I think that Lukaku could have done better in the incident, but we got the win. Were you happy with? I'm going to talk about the banner in a moment. I'm going to give you my opinion on that banner. Um, 
Were you impressed with Man United's football today, the style of play? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he took Fred out of the team, um, brought Fellaini in, which I think was really good because uh, it gave the back four a bit of more stability. It like reinforced the back four. He was there, uh, headering out balls when they needed to. Obviously, Lindelof didn't look that great, to be fair. He was giving the ball away quite a lot. Pass, uh, pass, some of his passes were just going nowhere, but... Um, I think the team was good today. I think he like, I mean, the next game against Watford, I think that's that's the team that he should play. Um, I mean, I mean, so, so I mean, so basically, so what's your view? Who should be the two central defenders for United, in your view? I mean, I don't know why Bailey, uh, Eric Bailly is not in the team, but um, I think it should be Smalling and Bailly. That's what I believe. I mean, for me, I just think. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how much of this is true, but there seems to be a bit of. Animosity between Mourinho and Eric Bailly. So I don't know whether there's something behind the scenes, but for me, I think Eric Bailly, at his best, is one of the best defenders in the Premier League. And I think I mean, that Eric Bailly has to be in the team. Lindelof, there's still room for Lindelof to improve. He's got, he's got plenty of time, but at the moment, it's just not going to happen. I don't think he's quite there to be mm. the main, the main centre back for us. I mean, Smalling, he does, he does good. Uh, he'll have the one odd game where he makes he mistakes. Lets us down, but I think for the moment. Small and a buy, you should be the two centre backs that we should have. I mean, Shaw's been playing really well, so I wouldn't take him out of the team either. And Valencia, he's doing quite well. But at the moment, I think the team that we have today is the team that we should keep regularly on a regular basis. But obviously, mm. with Fellaini, it's hard to say if he'll play every game. But I think yeah. he, he gives that extra support for the back four. Look, I think if Fellaini play, if Fellaini could start putting performances in today every game. I, I think Man United fans would some would change their opinions on him because he, I think he was very very good yeah, today. I know, but I, I mean, some I know a lot of people didn't want him to re-sign, but I I rate the guy. I think he's decent. Either like when you need him, he's there. When he comes on as a sub, sometimes he gets you that goal. I understand. And then that. what what are, what are them fans saying after that when he gets you that goal though? Now listen, I totally understand but, that. I really really do. On the the banner, my honest opinion. Controversial. It is maybe it is contrary. I don't believe if they come out and prove me wrong, I'll hold my hands up and say sorry. I believe the media paid for that. I believe a newspaper, a website. They did did say that the fans got together and pulled that, pulled the stunt of it. But I mean, I'm kind of Edward Wide out because a few weeks, I think it was two weeks ago, you had Gary Neville and Carragher saying. You don't back Mourinho, go in three quarters and not finish the team. If no, you're going to back him, listen, you back him I, I get all, all the way. I, I get, I get all of that. I get that. I get all of that. I, I think the issue you have is that knowing, not, like, I don't think some, not, I think match, uh, match day football fans that would generally do this so they could see it. Why would you do it and then not witness it yourself? Mm. I don't see a bunch of lads, mm. no disrespect, some lads like me that sit on their armchairs in London. I don't see them paying out for it. It would be match, it would be match going fans. Knowing a lot of match-going Man United fans, I used to go regularly home and, and to quite a lot of away games. They're not the type of people that would do something as cringy as that. That's not their mm. style. I honestly believe, and somebody would have come out and admit, said it, if, if a group of 50 die-hard Man United mm. fans paid for that, they would come out and say, yeah, on, we did for this on, reason. On, 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 like the banner for Arsenal, I think people knew of the group that actually the group went did it. and yeah, actually there, there's no, did it. No one within the Man United circles of fans, I'm talking like not the not the, the, the YouTube fans mm. and not the Twitter fans, I'm talking the genuine match-going fans, no one knows who's done it. I, mean, I truly believe... 
Can I believe. Me, really? I, I, yeah, why not? It, it will cost seven hundred pounds. Okay, the newspaper is going to afford it. The stories that can be generated off the back of that aeroplane will, will make them tenfold that money. I truly believe the media paid for that banner. I think they are yeah, obsessed with Man United right now, mm. and they're that obsessed with make rocking the boat further. Remember, ninety percent of what they've that, what they've printed about the whole fallout is being completely utterly wrong. I mean, last week I heard six different newspapers give six different stories seven different stories sorry mm. about how all of Ed Woodward's friends were leaking information about Man United and mm. I think I'm not being funny I guarantee you none of his friends have spoken to the media in the press well, like they're just making stuff up to try and generate I'm, I'm, more fuel for I'm, the but fire I think, I think that's just the sad thing within, within the world is that sort of bad news sells good news doesn't and I think that it's unfortunate that we are in a world whether we are as journalists or analysts and so forth and we're trying to look for negative news to get clicks and to get views, like so many people will, will say to me on my channel, that man, talk about you, 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 United man, you're gonna get way more views. I say, no, I'm an analyst. I want to talk about football I mainly, get, yeah. but I think people want to push this whole thing like, yeah. what is negative? But Boom, I don't blame. That. But I don't blame the media. The media do it because there are a lot of sheep out there. Like I, I've always said this. The me, I, I spoke about this in the media o- feed what October wants. 2016. I did a video and I called it the Jose Out campaign. And I got all this backlash from Man United fans because they didn't watch the whole video. They watched mm. the first two or three minutes where I slagged off Jose, said he's got to go. Then I did like a little cut and then I come back laughing. And I, said, and I, and I broke down what was going to happen. And I said, as more Man United fans get disgruntled, the media will pick up on the two or three themes that Man United fans don't like about Jose. And they will then create stories and news that feed into those narratives to fuel that fire. So there's little, little flames going on at the moment about his style of play, his man management and the three-year syndrome. And the media just built up more and more stories that... that feed those fires over the last two and a half years mm. to create the, the the engulfed fire we have right now. Right now, it's like a forest fire in California in the middle of summer. Like It's, yeah. it's absolutely out of control. So for me, but the people that fuel it aren't the media. They, the, the media for the fuel and the people that feed the fire that keep it burning are the fans, are the sheep. Mm. The, the sheep people that believe this nonsense that's printed. Every, I mean, these are the people that give you stories about where... Raheem Sterling buys his clothes from. These are the stories who took picture. These are the papers that took picture of, of Wayne Rooney's family walking on a beach and then compared them to apes and Neanderthals because of the way their arms dragged. Mm. These are the newspapers that, that have made up lie after lie after lie after lie after lie for decades about football stars, film stars, singers. And yet, for whatever reason, as soon as they make up a lie about someone you dislike, you believe. And I've even seen Liverpool fans. And do you know what? The, 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 the Hillsborough disaster is one of the worst things that have ever happened in football. Mm. The way that the, the Sun, for instance, covered that, disgusting. But I've seen stories in the last month written about Jose Mourinho and Liverpool fans believing it like it's the gospel truth just to stick one to their rivals. And I think, hang on. Why are you not defending Jose when the son are making up lies about him? It's because people like sheep, they, they'll follow mm. the crowds and they'll click on the clickbaits just to wind up rival fans or just to feed their confirmation well, bias. No, 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 and that's why I think they pay for that banner because it fits the narrative perfectly. No, I'm not, I mean, people feed off neg- negativity. They don't, and that's just, you know, could almost relate it to just life in general. Like, why can't we feed off positivity but negativity sells? And people want, what is the saddest, exactly. worst thing? Exactly. And Bonner just keep going, going, going. So, Two, last week, you had on Thursday, Jose went to watch, he watched Burnley play, and the media took loads of pictures of him watching the game. And he did look miserable in the photographs. Mm. However, we don't, you know, you sit with a camera long enough, you'll get somebody with a, with a stern face. Yeah. The, the headline read in the mirror, miserable Mourinho. 
Not one picture was printed of him the next night at an under-23s game when he spent around about half an hour with all the disabled children afterwards taking pictures, signing autographs, laughing, joking, smiling. None of the mainstream media wrote a headline saying, like, wonderful Mourinho spends time... I mean, but, but it doesn't fit the because, because it doesn't Look, fit the narrative game, yeah. and it doesn't sell. But why doesn't it sell? Because the general public don't care about that. Mm. We only like controversy because we are sheep and it's us that feed it. Like, I don't blame the media for doing it. I attack them for what they write, but I blame the general public for allowing that type of news and that type of thing. It's like, in, it's, it's like taking it into like, culture. You know, you sit there now. No one wants to hear about the millions of 15 to 24-year-olds that are studying well, educating themselves well, doing brilliantly in business, leading wonderful lives. What we want to focus on is a handful of people that, that, that may have had tough lives or bad lives or may just be like bad people mm. that, you know, because someone got, a bit of drugs are being sold, someone got stabbed. And all these things are really sk- sad. But in, in, in a ratio basis, it's like one in every yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred it's, thousand. It's a minority. You know, it's a minority but yet we focus on that and then everybody, feel, oh, it's, it's crazy. So for me, like they, they, but they do it in a football sense as well. And for me, it's wrong. Listen, um, really do appreciate your call. Thank you very, very much. Probably the longest call I've had, 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But look, there we go. Listen, everyone who's tuned in, thank you very, very much. Congratulations to Watford today for beating Spurs. And of course, Man United for picking up a very much needed victory in three points against Burnley. We'll be back. Well, tomorrow night, match day, ma- uh, Monday night, match day, not madness. What is tomorrow night? The mass debate. Monday night, mass debate. It's mass debate, not mass debate. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, we ha- <laughs> you have to make sure you word that right yeah. as you get you in trouble. Take care of yourselves. God bless you. We'll again soon. Bye bye. Peace. Real fan opinions brought to you by Wash and Go. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.